0: Fourth Watch Life starts now. Hey guys, Justin Fall here from the Fourth Watch, and this is a live recording from the road. I'm currently on the road with Chad Riley. He's driving right now, and I got my brother Wes Fall riding in the back seat, and we are on our way to Joseph Riverwind's place. Uh, What is it? White Earth? White Earth. White Earth, Minnesota. It's the uh, the White Nation uh, Indian Reservation, but uh, it's been a really interesting trip. And uh, this is just gonna kind of be a little update on what's going on. Uh, we've been we've been having a blast, really. This has been an awesome trip. We've had such a good time, but we've had a lot of spiritual warfare. Some really strange things happened. Um, I'm just gonna take you guys back. Um, Wes and I got in the car and we we got a rental car and we headed over to Texas driving over to Wiley to meet up with Chad Riley and we get there and we'd already got everything set up with the rental car place and they said we could drop the car off overnight, right? So long story short, we get there, it's like 1.30 in the morning and we're supposed to leave the next morning. Well we're gonna leave at like 8 30. Yeah. So we're supposed to leave at like 8 30 the next morning and we get to the, the, the Avis rental car place and they've got no overnight drop. And they're telling us the soonest we can return the car. Is like 9 the next morning. So right off the bat, our trip was delayed. We ended up not being able to leave until about 10 in the morning. But anyway, we made it all the way over to Colorado. From Colorado, we went up to interview uh, Steve Quayle and Timothy Alberino over at Gen 6 Productions. We went and uh, we were able to set up and shoot in their studio. But the crazy thing is, the enemy knows that this film we're working on Is gonna shake the ground of the New Age deception. We are making a film on the hollow earth, but from a biblical perspective, we're getting into all these different ideas that many people don't like to talk about. Most Christians either want to deny these things or they want to get so far engulfed in this New Age hollow earth propaganda, and it's really dangerous. And what's so important about right now is there was a Hollow Earth movie released recently by a New Age film company, and it's pushing this whole New Age garbage, and it's setting people up to accept the Antichrist. So this movie that we're making, it's literally going to be pointing everyone to Jesus Christ and the gospel. We're going to be showing a lot of the myths, and we're going to dispel most of the New Age beliefs and show people that the new age philosophy surrounding the hollow earth literally is part of the great delusion that's coming upon the world in the last days but anyway long story short we're heading to Montana right and we're driving about 15 miles over the speed limit we get pulled over and it's somewhere around 11 o'clock 11 at night roughly we get pulled over these two cops come up and they're super cool like it was a total friendly stop the cops were really nice to us they didn't hold us up they didn't give us a ticket matter of fact he didn't even give us a warning which was really weird but really cool well, cops he give us a warning no I'm saying he didn't write a warning
1: well no he gave us a warning though. he gave us a heads up that there was three more s- slowdowns uh, up ahead
0: okay so he gave it he told us that there was going to be these three more slowdown or I don't want to call them speed traps but whatever you want to call them but he didn't give us a written warning is what I'm saying like some cops they'll pull you over and they'll give you a, a it's like a, a fake ticket you know yeah. what I'm talking about so they only hold us up for about 10 minutes or so, maybe. We get back on the road, right? And we're driving through Yellowstone Park, heading up to Steve Quell's place. And we have no phone service. We are in the middle of nowhere. And we, <laughs> we, we come up on these, these like flashing lights, and there's no street lights because we're in the, we're in the middle of a uh, National park Reserve. And so we pull up and this guy has his 18-wheeler stopped and he comes up to our window and he says, Hey, there's been an accident. Do you guys have cell service? We don't have service out here. Well, we didn't have service either. So what's crazy is this 18-wheeler, just minutes before we pulled up, spun out of control. We think the guy fell asleep at the wheel. He jackknifes and rolls over. And his 18-wheeler is spread out across the two-lane road in the National Park area. So we can't go. Like, we can't get through. We can't go around him. Can't go over him. And the guy says, can y'all please go get help? So we turn around. We're technically one of the first responders. We turn around. We're about an hour away from Bozeman, Montana. Literally about an hour away from the hotel we were going to be staying at. We turn around. Can't get any phone service anywhere, so we drive back about a mile, maybe. Actually, it was probably more than a mile.
1: It was about five or six
0: miles. Yeah, about five or six miles. We drive and we finally see this emergency phone on the on the federal, the national park land. So Wes gets out of the car, he goes, gets on this phone, and he calls nine one one. They get help coming out. Then we turn back around to go back to the scene of the accident because we were going to see if there's any way we might be able to get around the guy. We get over there. By this time there's some cops coming from the other side and they're like there's no way you guys are going to go this way there's it's impossible you can't go around this guy it's going to be hours before we even get this truck moved i mean an 18-wheeler filled with soda just laying on its side blocking the entire roadway so we get back in the car and realize that the other direction is going to add an hour and a half onto our trip and we're like there's no way this is going to happen We were scheduled to be meeting with Steve Quayle at 9, roughly 9 in the morning. There's no way that's going to happen anymore. So we go back and get a hotel, and we're realizing that this is just another aspect of spiritual warfare. You see, the spiritual warfare was hitting us in the physical realm because what we're working on right now is so powerful. It's going to be, like I said, it's going to be ground-shaking to the New Age doctrines and theology. And here we are on our way to to work with some prolific filmmakers and researchers, and the enemy gets involved, we can't go. But something occurred to me, and this is is kind of a powerful testimony. If we would not have gotten pulled over by those cops, just think about this. If we would have not been pulled over when we got pulled over, it's very likely that we would have gotten smashed by this 18-wheeler. The timing of everything, like it just it blows my mind. And I was just thinking about how God's provision, His hand of protection and blessing, allowed us to get pulled over right when we got pulled over. We were being protected divinely from what was about to happen. So I texted Steve Quayle, texted Timothy Alberino, let him know that we were going to be staying uh, about an hour and a half away. We had to kind of regroup a little bit, but we ended up making it over to Bozeman, Montana. And I got to tell you guys, Steve Quayle is the real deal. Like, I know we've all heard him on the radio. We've seen his movies. But working with Steve in real life, meeting with him, fellowshipping with him, such a blessing. Had such an awesome time. Got a lot of great footage shot with Steve. Uh, Steve had to go once we finished filming. Steve he took off, and then we got to spend some time with Timothy Alberino in the studio. Uh, got to have dinner with him and uh, one of his friends, Carlos, that works with these, uh, he works with the guys as well. Just had such a blessed time. Like we ended up, I think we were up with the goodness. I, I we got there uh, a little after ten o'clock. I think it was a little after ten, and we didn't leave. I mean, we, we left for dinner with them, but we we were with those guys for what about twelve hours roughly. Had a blessed day. Could not have asked for a better day. Um, Everything is going really smooth. And just kind of a, a background update. Before we hit the road... Uh, Wes and I got to go interview LA Marzulli while he was in Georgia. And we, we were hoping to get Russ Dizdar, but he ended up getting the flu. And so he never made it to Georgia for the conference. But we got a great interview with LA Marzulli. Got to hang out with him for a while. So as of now, we've got L.A. Marzulli filmed. We've got Steve Quayle filmed. We've got Timothy Alberino filmed. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be filming Joseph Riverwind out on the reservation. From there, we're heading over to Jim Wilhelmson in Michigan. We're going to film him, and then we're going to be heading down to Branson, Missouri. We're going to be hanging out with the Skywatch crew. We're going to be interviewing Tom Horn and Josh Peck. And there's one more possible mystery guest that's going to be part of the film. I can't say his name yet because it's not confirmed. But once we get back to Atlanta, we're going to get everything locked, get all, go through the footage. And then I'll be sitting down in our studio, and I'll be filming my segments for the, for the movie as well. So we are anticipating... Launching Hollow Earth Chronicles officially March 2017. That's our estimated release date as of now. But we've got so many great things ahead of us, and uh, it's just it's amazing to work with these people and to see the passion that they have for for these types of end times topics. There's so many people out there that are just they're they're marketing and broadcasting what they're calling Christian information, but you got to be so careful with some of these topics because you get into them and you get these new age crescendos. I just, you got to be real careful with some of these topics. And so it's such a blessing to be able to sit down and work with other people like ourselves who have a biblical understanding. So that's pretty much what's been going on. There has been some other interesting things taking place, but the, the main thing is, is that God has been providing and he delivered us from what could have been a fatal tragedy. Um, it's unbelievable just to, to stand back and to look at it and say, wow, like God came through and he protected us. He used two police officers to pull us over in a friendly fashion. They weren't even rude to us. They pulled us over. They were probably the two coolest cops I've ever talked to in such a short amount of time. Uh, I do have some police friends that are, that are good guys, but these cops literally were used by the Lord, I believe with all my heart to keep us from being a part of this accident. Our schedule was changed a little bit, but God still provided every step of the way. Now, I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic back, and check this out. We are recording this this, this particular episode on my phone, so I don't even know how this is going to work. Um, the quality, it's not up to par with our usual studio quality. Uh, I'm sure you can all tell right now. But uh, it, we, we just wanted to go ahead and give you guys an update on what's going on, kind of fill you in on some of the details. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pass back to my brother, Wes, and then we're going to make our rounds back up to Chad. So here we go. This is Westfall. Just hold it about, you know.
2: about a All right. Hello, 4th Watch listeners. Uh, we are on the road. We've been pulling about uh, anywhere from... 10 to uh 12 hour hours on the road per day it's been uh very draining but uh the lord has come through and sustained us and just shown us his handiwork it's been uh it's been amazing Um, time of fellowship in the in the car with these two other believers fellow soldiers in christ and uh it's been an amazing time um the the learning experience the plethora of knowledge from from steve and tim um it's just, it's mind blowing. And this information is really, um, it's expanded my viewpoint, um, my views of, of this topic. And you're really going to be blown out of the water when you get to see this footage. It's, uh, it's taken to the next level and it's, it's hitting all aspects of it. And it's also taking it back to what is, what does the word of God say about this? And even more so, how does it apply to us today? What are we looking at? So we, uh, definitely, appreciate your prayers. Please continue to keep them coming. Um, we're not even, uh, not even halfway through the trip and the stories are just, uh, (laughs) there'll be many more to come, but, um, you got a a little inkling of, of some of the things we've been, we've been facing on the way. So, uh, we definitely appreciate your prayers. We, we can see them, we can see them in the works and, um, yeah, just, uh, just pray that the Lord would continue to shelter us and protect us and order our steps and um that it would keep showing up um fill us up with the uh, holy spirit we pray the same thing for for all of you guys out there um keep staying sharp keep staying in the word um the the times uh the times at hand and the, the days are, are getting shorter and shorter um just looking at some of the headlines from today it's uh it's getting pretty crazy um so anyways with all that i will uh leave y'all and pass you on to chad riley grace and peace
1: Hello, 4th Watch. How y'all doing out there, 4th Watch listeners? Love you guys. Appreciate all the prayers that y'all been sending our way. Uh, This has been a very interesting trip, and uh, I have to say, with uh, what little bit I've seen so far, you guys are in for a treat, let me tell you. I'm not just trying to toot the horn, I'm uh, letting you know, because I watch a lot of the stuff that you guys watch. I listen to a lot of the same podcasts that you guys listen to. So, with that said... Uh, God is great, amazing things coming, and trust me, uh, we're going to blow your minds, I promise you that, and with that, I'm going to kick it back to Justin, love you guys, take care. Well, there you
0: have it, Uh, we have got our three-man crew, and uh, we are so excited, like, this, this film has been cooking up in my oven. <laughs> that probably sounded gross. <laughs> this film has literally been stewing in my mind for over two years. And it's such a blessing to finally be able to, to come together and to put this research into a film. And it was funny because originally, uh, this is just a little backstory. originally it was going to be me. I was just going to make the film. I was going to be on camera for a little bit. I was going to do a voiceover, and I was going to compile all my research, kind of like some of these YouTube documentaries, you know, basically what a YouTuber does. And I was just going to put it up on YouTube or something. And I knew that that wasn't going to be the, the full grasp of what I really wanted, but that was all that I was going to have the, uh, the means to do. And so the Lord provided majorly to where we're able to now do a full-length, extremely high quality production on this i mean i can't tell you guys we are we are using some some amazing cameras uh great equipment i mean and and, you know the equipment is only part of it but it's important when you're putting out a film you want it to look good you want it to look like a movie but even more important than that is the content and the people that the lord has opened doors for us to work with um one person specifically said when, when I, I told him kind of privately who was going to be in the film because I couldn't announce who all was going to be in the film at the time. But I spoke with him about it kind of behind the scenes. And he says, are you kidding me? He says, this is going to be a better cast than ocean's 11. I mean, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I, I, I know, I know, but I, I didn't, I couldn't announce it because we didn't know if, if there was going to be any last minute emergencies or somebody was going to pull out,
1: um, and let them know how it went from a 24-hour conversation to
0: 48 hours later. Chad's telling me now to remind you guys, uh, maybe I didn't even tell you all this, but within 24 hours of discussing this film with Chad Riley, literally 24 hours, the funds were there to produce the movie, and we had agreements by the main people to be in the film. Within literally what? What? you what,
1: Twenty-four hours? Forty-eight hours? Cops? We Twenty-four hour conversation to forty-eight hours later. Yeah, by we had, we had everybody
0: on board. By forty-eight hours after the conversation, uh, we had everybody on board for the film. I mean, it was unheard of. It was just like wow. I mean, absolutely crazy. Did I mention Josh Peck? Did I say Josh Peck was going to be in the film? I think he did. Okay, I, I don't top. remember. Okay, <laughs> man, I, I'm going on like no sleep. We're averaging. Uh, the, on the high end, probably like five to six hours a night. Like, and that's on the high end. On the low end, about three to four. So uh, I'm, I'm just like, wow, I'm, my brain is kind of fried right now. Um, but I, I just, I gotta tell you guys, like, it, it's so cool to be working on this film. The footage, uh, this morning we were getting ready to, to leave the, the motel and we were looking at some of the footage on the laptop. We had copied it over and I, I'm just, I'm so, so blessed. Uh, to be working on this project And I'm excited to be able to, to get this out But um, There's something there's something else That uh, I think many of you are probably curious uh, What my take is On what just happened And I know I say what just happened I'm sure everybody knows I'm talking about the election um, I am planning on doing a show with BDK And we're going to break down some different elements And aspects um, But there's three guys in this car right now who have some pretty interesting insights as to what exactly is happening. Now, some of you probably celebrated last night. Some of you got really excited. You said, okay, well, Donald Trump just got elected. Um, you know, the, the, the news is telling us that this is a historic election where more people are voting than have ever voted before. Um, it's a very interesting scenario. Now, I, I, obviously, most of you know Chad Riley and I did a show on the staged elections, and it was only a few months ago. And we shared the fact that Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton were related. I I forget the the distance between them, but they're cousins. And it was kind of a situation, kind of like uh, George W. Bush and John Kerry. They were cousins. Now, different news sources reported differently to say, well, they were third cousins or they were like eighth cousins or something like that. But regardless, I don't know the distance between Hillary and Trump, but we do know it is confirmed that they are blood relatives. We know it's confirmed that they are really good friends. There are countless photos and videos of them having parties together, laughing together, cutting up, playing golf, celebrating, uh, going to weddings. Uh, I mean, all kinds of evidence that Hillary and Trump are not just family, but they're friends. Now the concern comes into play. I'm just going to make this point. I remember, gosh, what was this? Uh, the second? I, it was it was the first or second debate? They, they were both just total circuses. I mean, most of my friends that are Christians, they wanted to turn off the debates because it was laughable. It was like it was like watching a wrestling match. It was that horrible. Is there are you getting some defrost? Sorry, guys, we're driving. No, we're good. I just didn't want it to blow in the in the phone. Okay, so this is what you get with a live show, folks. <laughs> now, um, the debates were so laughable and so, I mean, it was it was almost like a cringe compilation. Anybody ever seen a cringe compilation on YouTube? You're literally just like constantly cringing. Like, am I really seeing this? Is this really happening? And so I- I'm thinking back to the debates and Trump's talking about you know, I'm going to hire an investigator. We're gonna we're gonna put you in jail. The first thing I'm going to do when I'm president, basically, uh, you're going to pay for what you've done. He's saying this to Hillary. I'm going to put you in jail for your crimes. You know, he's saying all kinds of horrible things about Hillary. Like he's going to do this. He's going to do that. Um. Well, his speech last night, his, his you know uh, his election speech, his winner winner speech, whatever you want to call it. Um. He's basically giving her credit that, you know, she's done a lot of great work through this, uh, this election and, uh, you know, we owe her a great deal of gratitude. Um, it, it was kind of disgusting, but it goes right along with my thoughts the whole time. This whole election process, if you want to call it that, it's all staged. Now, I don't want Hillary to be the president. I think she is a piece of satanic crap from the depths of hell. I think she is the epitome of trash. Okay? But uh, do you really think for one second that Trump is going to hit her with the book of the law? Their family members, their friends, they party together. And then, after all this, what I call WWF wrestling talk or UFC, you know, Ultimate Fighting Championship pre fight garbage talk. He's now saying we owe her a great deal of gratitude. I, I, I'm just I'm just trying to put some perspective on this because I know many of you are so excited and so proud of Donald Trump. You feel like he's won this election. Um, you know, Obama was basically saying that he's like the worst candidate in the world. Hillary was saying he's the, the worst candidate in the world. He's the least qualified candidate that we've ever seen. Uh, that's not my words. That's what Obama said. That's what Hillary said. And... Then Obama gets up and he's basically giving this put-my-foot-in-my-mouth speech uh, today. On, I saw this on the news this morning. It's like, this is how it works. They talk trash, they, they, they play a mean game, and then somebody gets put in office and they kind of start backpedaling. Now, I, I can't tell you what's really going on right now. I, I'm blown away. I thought Hillary was going to get put into office. I'll admit it. I thought she—I could have swore. But, but at the same time, none of you ever heard me say— This will happen just like this. I never once said Hillary was going to be the next president. I said, I think she is going to be. And I think it was for the purpose of getting, or I thought it was for the purpose of getting in the Jesuit. But let's just slide that to the side. Okay. That was my speculation. It was wrong. But I told you it was my speculation from the beginning. Chad felt the same way. But neither one of us said it was going to happen for sure. They were just that. That was our educated guess. But the fact is, Trump has said more things than anybody else has ever said that were just absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, he has said things during this election that no other candidate would have ever had the backbone to say. Now, am I crediting him? No. I believe it was all scripted. It had to have been scripted because for him to say these things and not get in trouble... I mean, he said things on national television at his rallies that if a normal person said on TV... They would have been escorted off the scene and put in jail. You know, I, I don't love Alex Jones, but Alex Jones has been arrested multiple times for speaking the truth in public forums. We, there, there's tons of videos of this. You can you can Google Alex Jones goes to jail for for speaking the truth multiple times. Trump said things far worse than Alex Jones said publicly, and he did not get arrested. That's questionable. Now, the other thing questionable I want to point out here, for somebody who has said the things that he said and done the things he's done in the public, and for him to be placed in office. Now, yes, I said he was placed in office. I don't believe that the electoral system is authentic or legitimate. I don't believe in America in 2016 a man or a woman can run for president and be elected officially. It all goes back to the puppet masters. Whether you want to believe me or not, I'm not criticizing you if you disagree. I'm just saying that's my take. I've done research on this. Literally, uh, I've been researching this for over 12 years. The whole election thing. I am fully convinced in my heart that no human being in America can run for president and win the way it used to be. They have to be okayed and even chosen by the powers to be. But... For somebody so bold and so outspoken about these things as Donald Trump. Something big is going on. And this is something I think that every American needs to consider. And I'm sorry for going on this political rant, but it's it's very important that we at least think about these things. It sounds really good on the surface. We got this guy who knows how to run a business. We got this guy who says all the right things that the conservatives want to hear. But think about it. Even if he cuts our taxes, even if he does some good things, there's something bigger going on behind the scenes for them to have placed this guy in office. Now, Wes made a pretty interesting comment. We were discussing this earlier. I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic back to Wes. Um, Wes, you had said something about there could still be a potential backpedaling where they come back and they say that maybe
2: Trump didn't actually win.
0: I'm going to go ahead and pass it back to Wes.
2: All right, so a couple couple different things here, um, and I'm still trying to process all of it. Um, My initial thoughts on it is that I felt like I was watching a a bad reality TV show, um, and that's like throughout this whole election process. Some of the things that we've seen over the course of the year, uh, the biggest thing that sticks out of my mind has been the the division of the American population divide and conquer. It hasn't just been a divide and conquer um, uh, in a matter of race it hasn't just been a divide and conquer in a matter of um, um, economics, um, gender you name it it's a it's from all different aspects It's been this this mentality of divide and conquer divisions. So, I mean how do you how do you break down something and destroy it? You do it from within, and you do it with, you do it with division. Um, so that's that's my first thing here. And, and what I said previously, um, this is some months ago, looking at the two different outcomes. If Hillary wins, well, they're going to come after the guns, and there's going to be a civil war. If Donald Trump wins, well, then it's going to be a race war. So it's like either way, you're still going to be furthering to the, the division, the divide and conquer, and it's um it's really hard to sit back and watch it because it's it's all around. You look at the videos that are that are posted on YouTube of um of all the the protests or whatever you want to call it, the riots. Um, let's let's call it what it is, it's riots. Um, and so even today, I was looking forward. It's like okay, well let's see what the headlines are going to be be coming up and yeah I mean you, you look at it today so um, Don- Donald Trump wins um, so we saw you know at three o'clock in the morning or whatever it was um, so we, we see this and then today we're looking at all across the country uh, protests uh, burning of the American flag breaking car windows and it's it's really ridiculous it's a matter of uh, it's it's chaotic it's uh, it's riots it's it's selfishness and who knows if, uh, if if some of this is led by provocateurs i mean we know Sor- soros has funded black lives matter um so i mean it's it's really ridiculous and it's it's hard to to try to take in all these different things but as far as what justin was talking about i was just mentioning um so they come out with uh with trump wins and then i mean this is the day the day of right so give it uh give it a week i don't know and this is just speculation but you know say um Say they come back and say, oh, well, you know, uh, somebody came in and hacked. Um, Russia came in and hacked our electoral system. Um, I'm just, I'm speculating, but let's just say that that did come in, uh, that did come into play, and then they pull it and have to go back and redo this whole process again. Or let's say that, I mean, let's go into the death threats. Um, Who's to say that even he's going to... there's been so many people come out saying that they want to kill him with all these protests and different things and and, uh your social 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 media blowing up with it um who's to say And and it's all speculation but it just it felt it felt so odd watching it happen and i don't know i just i have a really um uneasy feeling now my personal thoughts about the two candidates um i do believe that uh that hillary is uh is is a Demonic uh, filled being right now and has been. Um, I don't believe she's paid taxes any time in her, of her life. Uh, she was, you know, tapped by Saul Linsky back in the day, 13 years old, I want to say. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, known devil worshiper, um, known, you know, lesbian, bisexual, what have you, um, sex magic. Um, the, the list goes on and on. So I definitely um, despise her and everything that she stands for. On the other hand, I do like a lot of the things that have come out of the mouth of Donald Trump. What have actually, the words that have actually come out of his mouth, not what different people have um, have said that he said. Um, and I'm not saying that I stand uh, behind everything that he's done or, or what he believes even. But um, he's, he's hit the right talking points to be able to get the support of the American public. And if he actually believed a lot of those things that he said, then we're, we're, we would be in good shape. But I kind of feel like it's kind of like the, the president of a high school. You know, hey, we're going to get McDonald's coming in every Friday. And then he gets elected, and then, you know, we don't get McDonald's. Um, I, I kind of feel like that. And this is always – I'm looking forward. You know, I'm not I'm, – I'm standing here now. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. Um, on a positive note, I don't put my faith in man or woman, for that matter. Um, God's got all this, and, and we're in his hands. So I still want to say – you know, give it all to him in prayer because it's it's totally out of our hands. But just trying to process everything that's taking place is um, it's hard. It's um, I can't really comprehend everything that's going down right now. So I'm just looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. Uh, I am trying to stay up on the, the headlines and the current events as much as possible without becoming overwhelmed. But that's pretty much all I got. next Wes
0: it's really weird Um, it's still kind of surreal it's kind of like when you have a family member that dies, somebody that you're really close to and it's kind of surreal, like for some people you go into this state of, I don't know what you want to call it, I don't know the psychological term for this but it's almost like you don't process it, Uh, I remember when my grandfather died and I loved my grandfather yeah, I, I wasn't, like, super, super close to him, but we were close. You know, but it, it, we lived kind of far away, so I only saw him on the holidays. But he was a man of God, loved him to death, and he loved his family. But it was weird because we go to the funeral, and it's just, like, life as usual, right? Like, it's not sinking in. It's not registering that my grandfather's dead. And it was, like, it hit me, like, a month or month and a half later. You know, and then I cried. I was like man, my grandfather's—he's gone. I mean, I knew he was with the Lord, but you know, you know how it is. It's like it, it took time to process. It was surreal at the time, and that's kind of how this election feels. Um, it's so fake feeling. I mean, Donald Trump is larger than life. He's this guy that comes out of like corporate America, and and, and on top of it, there were different things that that have been popping up—old uh, video clips of him on different talk shows, uh, even reference to him being a president in The Simpsons. Um, just kind of weird stuff and, and we know that there have been other things in The Simpsons Like 9-11 and other things that were kind of foretold um, But it, it just it seems so surreal to have this guy who is almost laughable I mean, let's just step back for a second Donald Trump is kind of laughable um, Is he a, an amazing businessman? Does he know how to make a lot of money? Yes, he does uh, You know, And unfortunately, that's not the most important thing in life you can't, you can't love money and love God. You can't serve two masters. Now, there's nothing wrong with being rich. There's nothing wrong with making millions of dollars. But generally, the people that have made that kind of money, um, their work is their life. They're defined by their work. And if he wasn't chasing money, then he would not be investing money in all these horrible businesses like strip clubs and, and other questionable um, operations. But regardless, um, I think about it like this. The guy is almost like a television scripted character. The things that he says, his mannerisms, um, I just get a very weird feeling about Donald Trump. Now, is it possible that Donald Trump can get saved? And look, don't don't start commenting on my YouTube or my Spreaker or Facebook trying to convince me that he got saved because at this point, we don't know. You don't know, um... He held up a lesbian, uh, an uh, LBGTQ flag. You know, uh, I'm not even going to get into that. A Christian is not going to stand up and hold up a flag showing that he's supported by homosexuals. I'm just going to say it like that. Now, the idea of a politician wanting votes, okay, I get it. But, you know, your vote doesn't matter. I'm sorry, folks. I've said it before, and I know that's going to tick somebody off. I don't believe your vote matters, but even further than that, the bigger thing is going back to what Wes said. You know, our hope is in Jesus Christ. We only have the time and provisions that He allows us to have while we're on this earth. Now, I, I don't want Hillary to be in office. Like I said, she, she's a scoundrel, she's a dirtbag, she's a demon. But we have to remember that there are puppet masters who pull the strings in this world. And God still is more powerful than all of those puppet masters. They are all going to burn in hell if they don't repent and get with Jesus. But regardless, the American system is set up in a way, a total fraudulent, manipulated, Illuminati, scripted manuscript. That's pretty much the way America is. You know, I mean, it's a hierarchy of compartmentalized occultism and satanic political schemes. It's not set up for the people. Okay, it was originally set up for the people, But it was still, even back then, there was some crazy control going on. We're not going to break that down tonight. We don't have time for all that. But I want to make a point. Just because I'm bringing questions up about Donald Trump does not mean that I like Hillary Clinton. But here's something for you to chew on. Donald Trump said he was anti-abortion, right? Everybody was using that, like, well, I'm a Christian, so i got to vote Trump because he's anti-abortion and Hillary's pro-abortion. Well, think about it like this. This goes back to the whole what Wes said about in high school, you had the class president, he's running for president and he says, I'm going to, you know, if I'm elected president, we're going to have cartoons and homeroom and we're going to have McDonald's delivered or Taco Bell delivered every Wednesday or whatever. Um, Yeah, that's not going to happen, right? Why is that not going to happen? Because there is an establishment that's set up who is in control and they will never allow one person to come in and change all these things. Okay. Even though Donald Trump says he's against abortion, he's not going to outlaw abortion folks. I mean, just just think about it. It's kind of ridiculous to think that, well, I'm going to support this guy because he's anti-abortion. Well, he's not going to change abortion. Bush was anti-abortion. Yeah, Bush was anti-abortion. He didn't abolish it. I'm just making a point. You know, it's easy to get on these these pipe dreams about, you know, what we want in our country and what we expect a president to do for us. But the presidential selection,
1: you know, it's not an election. It's a selection. It's a selection. And they'll promise you anything just to get in office. How many How many people have been voted president? How many of them have followed through on anything that they promised? If anything, they've gone directly
0: against, to the contrary of what they said they were going to do. But I, I think that if um, if they do actually allow Donald Trump to, to walk into the White House, which, it, you know, it hasn't happened yet. Two we got two months left. I'm not, I'm not going to say it is or it isn't, okay? I'm not a date setter. Y'all know me. I don't date set. If I have an opinion, I'm going to tell you this is my opinion. But if he does walk into the White House and he assumes position of the president of the United States of America, if this does go through, even though you think it's going to, I'm just saying if it does, because it it, it very possibly could backfire at some point. Something weird could happen, God forbid, over the next two months. Um, But if he does walk in and take on the presidential role, And he starts doing some good things for everybody. You know, he does follow through with the taxes. He does follow through with some of these other things. Um, You need to be kind of concerned about what's actually happening in our country. Uh, I mean, really, generally when the government gets involved with anything and they start giving you any kind of a handout or they start backtracking on things um, that the previous president did, which doesn't happen, by the way. Anytime a president gets into the office, he takes what the last president did, and he runs with it even further and further. You know, we have a prime example of this with George W. Bush, with the Patriot Act, the Military Commissions Act, um, all these different things that Bush did. Well, here comes Obesey. And he takes all those things and he runs with them even further and uses all of those things that Bush did. And he uses them for his benefit to go. Yeah, the NDAA. He goes further and further and further. And every president will take what the last president did and they will like literally go further and further. But what's interesting about this is that Trump is saying he's going to do all these good things. Now, is he going to? Is he going to do away with Obamacare, which is really Mitt Romney care, which is really just socialized medicine? Um, You know, because we have to remember Mitt Romney, the, the Mormon, the storming Mormon, for crying out loud, he wrote the blueprints for what is now called Obamacare.
1: And Monsanto.
0: And Monsanto, he was involved in Monsanto. I mean, all these different things, you know. And and, and he's out here, uh, you know, parading around is a Christian, which Mormons are could not be further from Christian. It's a satanic cult. You know, they wear their magical Masonic underwear. Um, I'm not even going to get into the Mormonism, but it's disgusting. It is disgusting at its core. It is a deception. They believe in some very strange extraterrestrial deceptions. Joseph Smith was involved in different types of witchcraft.
1: Oh, and that Jesus and uh, Satan are brothers.
0: Jesus and Satan are brothers. God used to be a man. I mean, all these just just perversions, um, just satanic fairy tales. That's Mormonism, okay? Okay. But regardless, a lot of Christians jumped on the Romney bandwagon. They're like, oh, he's a Christian, he's a family man, he's conservative. Well, unfortunately, those are just misconceptions. Now, with Donald Trump, he has donated money to some pretty bad things in the past. But you know what? His past is his past. I believe in redemption. I believe the blood of Jesus Christ shed on Calvary is enough to cover every sin you could ever commit. And this is not a hyper-grace theology. This is to say that there there is nothing in this world that can cover your sins and wash you white as snow outside of the blood of the spotless Lamb, Jesus Christ. That's it right there. And his redeeming power is so great that if somebody truly is repentant and they seek the Lord, they will find him, and their sins will be forgiven them. You know, this is important to, to realize, that Trump could get saved. Will he get saved? I don't know. That's not what this talk is about. My point is, we need to really keep an eye on the situation as watchmen on the wall because this still seems like a bad reality TV show. This seems like something really crazy is going to happen in the midst of this all. I don't want anyone to get hurt. I don't want anything bad to happen to Trump. I'm not saying that. I'm just making a point that when something this crazy actually pushes forward you have to question what's really going on you know this goes back to the whole uh, magician he, he's going to show you something with his, his right hand so that you're not looking at what his left hand is doing it's, it's a typical uh, textbook setup that's what magicians, a lot of magicians operate these, these sleight of hand magicians that operate with a setup of distraction I'm going I'm to get you to look over here while I do something with my other hand that's what politics are always doing You know, I initially thought, I'll admit my flaw, I thought Donald Trump entered into the election so that people would not pay attention to what Hillary was doing and what the rest of the government was doing. But something's going on with Donald Trump. I'm not saying the verdict is in. I can't tell you what it is. Something is not setting right in my spirit about this situation. This is unprecedented. Everybody around the nation is also—you know—they're either uh, they're either loving him or they're hating him. You know, you're either part of the Trump campaign or you're not. You know, I, I've yet to find somebody who is just kind of in the middle. Uh, I mean, obviously, some of us truthers—you know—we're we're not even in the circle at all. We're we're standing from the outside looking in because we see this whole political scheme, this this whole political deception for what it really is. We don't buy into these politics. Some of you do, but a lot of us truthers that are Christians, we don't buy into this stuff. We know in our hearts that something is not right with the political system. And we don't believe that man is going to be able to take it over and fix it. But regardless, most of the people, the majority, you either love Trump or you hate him. And that's the problem right now is we've got this division coming up. And, you know, Chad Riley made the point, you know, a house divided can't stand and that's what's taking place here. I remember one of Obama's analysis, uh, analysts years ago said they were predicting civil war by 2016. You know, and, and granted, we're not in the middle of a civil war per se, but it's, it, we've seen some pretty civil war-like scenarios with Black Lives Matter uh, and with some of these others. I mean, goodness, we've seen little civil war-type outbreaks at Trump rallies. You know, not because Trump supporters are bad people. Most of Trump supporters are actually really good people. Most of his supporters like what he says and they want him to do what he says. And heck, if he did what he said he was going to do, I would be all about it. But as Chad Riley said earlier, they never do what they say they're going to do. It's always a matter of speak big, give you pretty words, and then as soon as I'm in, boom. Listen, this reminds me of the Antichrist scenario. This is typical politics. The Antichrist is going to set up peace, and then what happens shortly thereafter? He goes back on his word. He breaks the covenants, and
1: boom. Well, not even that. Go back to the Garden of Eden. What was the promise? That's the thing. They've been making these uh, these hollow promises for a very long time. It's true. It's true. And again, I'm not
0: I'm not coming on here to try to upset anybody or ruffle anybody's feathers. But I know people want to know what my stance is on all this, and I'm going to break it down when I'm actually in front of my computer and I've got some things in front of me, uh, BDK and I are planning on doing a show, kind of breaking this down and how it ties into the end times, um, I just wanted to kind of do a show and, and just, uh, we're on the road, we're actually driving right now, literally driving, uh, you know, you don't have the music intro, you don't have the good microphone in the studio, this is just me in the car with Chad Riley and Westfall, and... I wanted to put something out there. I want to give you guys an update on what's going on with the film. I want to go ahead and announce who's going to be in the film. Um, but I wanted to give a little bit of a touch-up on this whole election 2016 thing. Uh, it's really heavy on my heart. It, it, something is not right about it, and uh, I think we just we need to be praying and if you're celebrating right now and you're you're dancing in the streets because Trump just got elected or you think you got elected, whatever you want to call it, selected, um, or I just you're breaking windows
2: and burning flags.
0: Yeah, or you're breaking windows and burning flags because you hate him. You, know, uh, you know, look, I want these despicable celebrities to leave our country. You know, they're all saying, "Well, if Trump wins, I'm out of here. Well, will freaking go already." We think you're garbage. You've already sold your soul to the devil. You're an MKUltra mind slave and you're poisoning the minds of our children in our society. Get out. Get right with Jesus or take a hike. I don't want to see you again. Because all you're doing is poisoning this country with absolute mind control garbage. You know, Miley Cyrus, you and all I'm not even going to say the names. I'm not even going to do it. But all you pieces of garbage out there that are celebrity mind control slaves who are poisoning our youth... Poisoning our culture I say take a hike You don't want to be in this country Well we don't want you in this country Canada doesn't even want you Nobody wants you Except for all your little slaves That are listening to your music And watching your movies And buying into your propaganda It's like Angelina Jolie Talking about, I'm going to cut off my breasts Because I don't want to get breast cancer You know, and and she's selling this to all these people. Oh, everybody should just go cut off your breast, you know, so you don't get breast cancer. I mean, this is the type of crap. People will listen to what a celebrity says, and they're going to run with it. You know, George Clooney, all these different people, they're they're puffing up Obama. They're puffing up Hillary. They're doing all of these absolute demonic schemes. You know, it's like that video that went on YouTube. uh, All these celebrities trying to tell you who to vote for, right? Well, they didn't come out and say they weren't bashing Donald Trump by name. But if you listen to what they were saying, they were basically telling you you need to vote for Hillary. Vote for Hillary. You know, we were in Colorado, and uh, I guess it was, the, it was the morning we were getting ready to leave, right? Um, this is crazy. Uh, the TV's on. It, we had, like, no sleep, right? Well Actually, that might have been the most sleep we'd had. I don't remember how many hours we got. But we get up. We're rushing to get out of the hotel room. But the TV's on, and, like, every—I
1: don't even know. There's at least two or three commercials between the news thing. Every two or three commercials it was just— nothing but just anti-Trump anti-Trump do you want a racist do you want a bigot it's
0: like really yeah so the news is on and then like these commercials like like Chad said like two commercials would come on before the news even came back right like usually it's like okay we're gonna see two or three commercials they are all something different but no these were like there'd be at least two different commercials between between the the, the news and they would be bashing Trump and they weren't even saying pro-Hillary they were just bashing Trump. I mean, it was like, <laughs> I mean, we were in a liberal, liberal place, and um, we go out to eat at Ted's Montana Grill last night, and they've got like every TV on the election stuff because it has not been announced yet. Uh, you know, it, it, they had not come out and said Trump won, but the, everyone's there. All I mean, people are just filling up the bar, filling up the tables, just watching the election and drinking. And, um, our waitress came over and Timothy Aubrino made a joke. I, I don't even know what he said. Like, I'm trying to remember what he said. Um, but she made a comment back to him.
1: Oh, it was about the, uh, the, the, the drink for Trump or something like that. She said, oh, you want a dirty martini or something? Oh yeah. She was like, you, she was like, you,
0: she was like, can I get you guys any drinks, you know, for the election or whatever? And uh, something along the lines of like you know you want to dr- something about Trump I don't know he said something about Trump, and she said oh and Timothy ordered a lemonade by the way, but he made a comment about yeah I'll take I'll take whatever Trump's having and, and she said something along the lines of, oh you want a dirty martini and I looked and, and but she wasn't laughing she was she was trying to stab at Trump and I looked at her I was like well whatever it is it won't be an imported beer. <laughs> No imports, right? But uh, anyway, yeah, Timothy just had a lemonade, but it was just kind of funny because even, you know, we were in in Bozeman, Montana, and even the server took a stab at Trump. I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know. This is the kind of crap we're dealing with. Um, You got all these liberal places, and it's not that they necessarily know anything about Hillary, but they hate Trump. So they're going to support Hillary regardless because they hate Trump because they're listening to what the media is telling them. So we don't hate Trump. but but we're
1: not going to go around saying he's going to save us or anything
0: like that yeah we're not Trump
1: supporters matter of
0: fact we don't support any of the candidates You know, I I support Jesus I support the body of Christ I support you all who are on your journeys for truth in these last days so I'm ranting right now Um, it's almost been an hour we've been talking about everything Um, is there anything you guys want to say in closing Wes? Chad you got anything
1: else you want to add to the election situation? Uh, let's, let's not divide over this. Like uh, like uh, Justin said, you know, that's the thing is that they want it. They want us divided. They want us fighting against one another. And uh, just, you know, put all your faith in Jesus. Put your faith in Jesus and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But no fear, no fighting. Let's all love one another and let's all get along. Amen to that. We've got to quit dividing over
0: this. You know, you're, we're not all going to agree 100% of the time. This is a fact. We're, just, we're not going to do it. There's going to be things we don't agree on. I mean, even the people, uh, you know, let me say, I don't want to say the people. That sounded, that sounded bad. Even some of you listening who are big time into this whole Torah observation movement, I still love you guys. And I wanna, I'm going to make a point here. I had several people write me. And if you're listening, you know who you are. And you know I love you. You know I love you in the Lord Jesus Christ. I had several people who wrote me after BDK and I did the Torah show. Which I stand by everything I said in the Torah show, 110%. Matter of fact, if I could do it over, uh, I wouldn't change anything. I believe that show was 100% guided by the Holy Ghost. But here's the thing. Even after I spoke my beliefs and taught on the scripture about the Torah and this Torah observant movement, several of you, brothers and sisters, actually there was only about, I think there's only two of you guys that contacted me and said that you disagreed with our stance, but you still loved us and you didn't want to divide over it. That's how the body of Christ needs to be operating. You know, I never told anyone to divide over the Torah observing movement. I never said that. Matter of fact, I told y'all not to divide over it, but I felt like I needed to bring biblical exhortation based on what I believe the scripture says emphatically, clear. But I said we should not divide over it. And it was really cool to hear from from a couple of you who said that y'all disagreed, but y'all still loved us and y'all didn't want to divide. That's cool. That's, see, that's a prime example of how the body of Christ can differ on certain things. Right? We can differ on certain things, but not divide. In these last days, we have got to be unified as the body of Christ. Okay? There are things we will divide over. Absolutely, there are things that are non-negotiables we're going to divide over. But things are going to get tougher in our lifetime. I really believe so. I believe things are going to get harder for the church, the true church, not this modern church that wants to tickle your ears. I believe the true blood-bought, born-again Christians are going to have things getting a little bit tougher in our lifetime. I don't. I'm not going to set any dates. You know, I don't have any intel on any events coming up, but I believe it's going to get harder for the Christian. You know, there may be a couple. A couple places where things get a little easier here there. I don't know. But the, the Bible tells us it's going to get harder for Christians as the end gets closer and closer and closer. So it's not my opinion. Things are going to get harder. There will come a time where Christians are going to be martyred for their faith in America. It's already happening in different parts of the world. You don't have to look very far to see that. But there will come a time where Christians will be martyred for their faith in America. And the American government is going to be doing the martyring. I know that's probably a shocking statement We've already got United Nations troops All over the United States They have got their posts They have got their bases They've got their, what's called their Collateral property That the UN has already got set up here in the United States Uh, I broke this down uh, Back with Al Cuppet, the former Pentagon Joint Chief of Staff, who's also a Christian Um, Things are going to get worse Before Jesus comes back you know it's my personal belief that the church will endure the tribulation. Some will be martyred, some will endure it to the end. But regardless, if you're a pre-trip, mid-trip, post-trip, I'm not beating a dead horse here. We all have different views on this.
1: Point is, Jesus is coming back, and that's all that matters. He's coming back,
0: and he has warned us that, better get ready. you better get ready. But he's warned us to occupy until he comes, and he's also told us that he is coming back. So we know he is going to return. We know that he's got a a beautiful plan for the end times. The wicked will be destroyed. Every wicked person, every godly person will all bow a knee and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Unfortunately for the wicked in that day, they're going to be forced to their knees. And they are not going to be spending eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. But they will still profess that he is the Lord Jesus Christ in that day where they are held accountable for their wickedness. They will be forced down and they will have nothing else to say because the power of God, when when, when Jesus shows up it's going to be too late to get saved. Okay? It's going to be too late. You're done. Boom. You're, you're cashed. But, you're not going to have any option but to bow a knee because you will have never seen anything like this ever before. Isaiah the prophet. This is great. When Isaiah is in the presence of the Lord... And he's a prophet. He realized what a dirty person he was. A prophet of God. He says, Woe is me. I am a man of unclean lips. And this is coming out of the mouth of a prophet who was probably a lot closer to the Lord than most of us. Even him, even he said, Woe unto me. I am a man of unclean lips. That's one of those those parts of the Bible when you hear it and you read it, it really puts you in check. Because... You know, we have this disease called self-righteousness. It's very, very popular in our culture. A lot of people are self-righteous. Even a lot of Christians get self-righteous. You know, we've got to be careful not to get self-righteous. We've got to be careful to not be driven by our selfish ambitions. And it's funny because when election time rolls around, you see a lot of selfish ambitions and you see a lot of self-righteousness. So just want to encourage everybody, don't divide. I know I'm ranting at this point. Um, but I just want to speak my heart on the matter. Jesus is what matters. Understanding who Jesus is based on his word, understanding the gospel, the new Testament gospel. You got to understand that to understand what salvation is and understand what the plan of that salvation is and how it's applicable to you and your life. Guys, I love you all. I thank you all for tuning in. Um, not sure uh, what what, what the uh, the, the production schedule holds exactly. Uh, I'm going to do my best. I think Thanksgiving is next Thursday. Is that right? No? Okay. Next Thursday, I'm probably going to be smashed by the time I get back to Atlanta. I'm getting back I think Wednesday, somewhere around that. Um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna have a show up next Thursday. I'm gonna do my best. Uh, definitely stay tuned into the Fourth Watch, uh, Justin Fall YouTube channel, Spreaker, our, our, our apps. Um, man, I'm brain dead when it comes to trying to think about actual specifics. <laughs> FourthWatchRadio.com. Awesome. Spell it for your <laughs> approval. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't get to do that. Do I do, I do that now? Is it too late? Uh, we
1: can still get it
0: in there. Submit it for the. Oh, I can't even do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Submit it for the approval. Of the 4th Watch Radio Network. I call this episode... Election Thoughts 2016. And the Hollow Earth Chronicles Film Update. With special guests... <laughs> oh man. With special guests... Chad Riley of Truth Seekers Research. And Westfall of Fall Brothers Productions. Oh, man. All right, guys. We've had fun with you all. I hope you've been blessed and uh, definitely praying for you all. Please keep us in your prayers. We love you guys in the Lord Jesus Christ. Until the next time we speak again, God bless and good night.